What's up? This is your boy LO, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Decoding 40. Before we start the show, we got to pay some bills, and we are proudly sponsored by our friends over at AdamandEve.com. AdamandEve.com. Are those butt bees not button anymore? How about that dildo not dildo and that vibrator not vibrating and that ring not actually cocking? So go over there to adamandeve.com and make sure that you enter in code DC40. That's DC40. When you do, you get free gifts, free shipping, and all that good shit that you love. Adamandeve.com. Don't forget to use code DC40, DC40 to get that free stuff. Peace. Adamandeve.com. Now let's start the show. I'm thinking she's not doing mm-hmm. any more Olympics after this. She's probably going to go somewhere. Maybe you do get some sort of uh, deal, go finish school if she hasn't finished school yet. You know, unfortunately, a lot of Olympic athletes fall to the wayside, you know, after they, uh, you know, they either, they either, you know, become successful or they wind up storming the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> that, my friend, is a real talk. That is not a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. Zello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy, Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rook, and I'm here with my main man. This is your boy, L.O.Dot. And after yesterday's Father's Day, you can call me Big Zaddy Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to hear that story. I will not be calling you that. (laughs) You especially. (laughs) <laughs> he was calling them he was calling him that up to this point however i like that that's really a cute aka there yo uh, why not grand zaddy iu <laughs> that's next that's next that's week. Actually, Get out. hold on hold on actually that's rick's that's gonna be rick's new name grand zaddy iu grand Big zaddy. Zaddy game. yeah we gotta fucking get our zaddies what's up it's your boy vin in the building hope everybody's good out there peace this is Alaric. Yo, Mac, I thought you were going to change your AKA. Yeah, you know, I thought about that. You couldn't let it go. I can't. Well, two things, two go. things. Number one is we would have had to change all the media, and I was too cheap to pay for all of the media to be redone. That's one. Two is uh, Mr. Rock was already rich. I just figured it out. Mr. Rock was already, if you go back and watch the show, Mr. Rock owned the island. Like, what's not, you know. Did he own the island? Yeah, Mr. Rock wasn't real. Mr. Rock was No, in the final episode. You, you remember when he fought the devil, right? Oh, that's right. That, Mr. Uh, Rock yeah. fought the devil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Actually, actually, Rick is correct. They, he they, fought the they, devil and he won. Mr. Rock was Mr. God. 
Mr. Rourke. Is that what they? Is that what they want you to believe? No, I don't Rourke know. I don't remember. No, he, he, <laughs> he did fight the devil though. He got he a little philosophical. He was good versus evil. He was good. And then he, he was God. He did have a white suit on. <laughs> Look at Mr. Rourke. Won't he, he do it? God. Won't he do? <laughs> Praise the Lord, Rourke. If you're in the front pew, ladies. Ooh. Praise no the Rourke. Oh, hold Praise up. No panties rock. in the pews. <laughs> Good Rourke. Actually, Won't Mr. Rourke was do? a Nigerian priest who told you, do, <laughs> you don't put on your panties in the first pew because that is how Jesus gets in you. If you don't wear panties, please. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yo, yes. I did I'm not speaking know in that. tongues. Do not I'm use panties. I'm, I'm speaking sp- in tongues. <laughs> hey, so I see it. I think they were running out of ideas, and that's why he fought the devil, and it just went off the cliff because the ratings were going down. So they were trying to find something. But in the beginning, he was just a dude that on the island that had a uh, uh, no, uh, that's a, just a, a little person at work. That's, that's just what they wanted you to think. That's Yo, <laughs> I, did you watch? Did you watch the uh, tattoo? Uh, what was his name? Hervé. Villa Chase. Villa Chase, right. They oh, did his a documentary. His, 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 on, on HBO, that shit was good. pretty good, man. Really yeah, good. that little motherfucker was wild. He was wilding out. <laughs> Give me some cocaine. I want some cocaine. Where the bitch is at? <laughs> is no. Mr. Ma- Mr. Rock, the plane is coming with cocaine. You got, was, my, was, you got my shit? He was hey, a wild boy. Me, That's what I was, was going wild to say. Midget. I think Mr. Rock was a drug dealer. <laughs> and that too was his cocaine bitch. Yeah. No, y'all are, y'all are totally cool. ruining this, this for me. <laughs> and the island, <laughs> that's the where he washed his money. And that was his <laughs> jump off point. Hold that up. was his jump off point. And it the planes from about... Columbia landed landed at Fantasy Island and yeah. then they kept going to Miami. That's, that's why you weren't that's where you why you weren't allowed on the other side of the island. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it really wasn't a fucking <laughs> volcano. That volcano was dormant. They actually had a lab in that motherfucker. That's where <laughs> they stomped all the cocaine and shit. And the landing strip. Boss, they're playing, they're playing. Which plane? Boss, boss, I'm the cocaine playing. Boss, not the fantasy plane. The cocaine plane. I didn't read that uh tattoo. Originally was saying the cocaine, the cocaine. <laughs> ABC, ABC was like, like we, can't, we, gotta, yeah, we can't, we gotta change, change that. The plane, the plane. Not the cocaine plane. No, he was saying he was no, no. He wasn't saying the cocaine plane. He was saying the cane, the cane. <laughs> the cane. <laughs> Is he saying cane as in cocaine? For crying oh, out tattoo. loud, tattoo, tattoo. Not, but well, your yeah, boy was. Your boy was wild for the night, though. I, that movie was a good. I fucking, forgot that I played. I, I need to go back and watch that because I, I remember the trailer thinking like, "Yo, I got yo, it. I said, this." Is nuts. Like the reporter was talking about it, and like, dude was, yo, at the height of Fantasy Island, he was like the fucking man in Hollywood. Like this yeah. little motherfucker, yeah, he was. Yeah, give me, I want two bottles of crystal, some cocaine, <laughs> and, and honestly, if they, if they could have worked it out with him, the show would have kept going on. Well, he the the show was ran had ran its course, but he was a major problem, especially when the show started to get popular. He he was like the one of the dudes that was holding out for more money and all that other shit. Like Mr. Rourke or uh, Ricardo Montalban was trying to school this dude, but he was like, Nah, fuck that. I want money and bitches. But yeah. but it's like it's, but it's like cocaine ain't gonna pay for itself. Exactly. But it's like he, I mean, he kept Rourke getting arrested. Was, he kept getting Rourke, arrested. He was in like in the paper when that was Rourke, a thing. You know, Rourke was making his money. He was, you know, on the side, he was selling Cordobas with, with <laughs> fine Corinthian leather. 
He wasn't getting that kind of <laughs> what? Yeah, Lee had mad endorsements. He had mad yeah. Corinthian leather. That nigga endorsement. Apparently, there's no I such thing as Corinthian leather. No, that was and he made, made that shit up and put that shit in the commercial. Fine. Fine. And everybody, <laughs> oh my god, why doesn't my car have fine? Oh my god, leather? yes, yes, <laughs> Corinthian leather from the Corinthians. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, what's going on in your lives, fellas? Who wants to start? Today, we officially have a graduate from middle school in the house. Yay! Ready for high school in the fall. That's crazy, man. I saw that picture, man. Oh, and by the way, he is your wife's twin. Yo, I was about to say that. Yo, I was like, yo, L's in the background looking like the the legitimate (laughs) uncle. (laughs) It's like she basically... She spawned him. You, yeah. you had yo. She like literally spawned that boy. She look. He looks yes. just like your wife, man. For real, I, I think the youngest one looks more like me. Yeah, so. yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. But uh, yeah, man. Um, Congratulations to the. Uh, yeah, it feels good. And uh, now I officially remember every moment in my life from that point and from his point in his life now like mm-hmm. i i have a picture that i graduated from middle school with a couple of my boys that i still look at from time to time and i'm like wow so here it begins all the fuckery and <laughs> yep yep I'm let's like, go get wow. a 40 basically i have to watch i want to see a dead body i want to go see a dead body yeah that's that, exactly. that type of stupid shit but i'm excited for him um I, I had to appreciate that. Uh, I don't think he actually liked the school at all. And I had to come to that realization because um, I didn't really care for the school, but I didn't take into account that he could come to such a conviction that he really did not like the school. So I think of all of us, he's mo- the most excited of being uh, rid of this school. And yeah, he even, I, had, he even had a half be, a smile in that picture. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how, that's how much you know. <laughs> He's like this. He I'm this school. motherfucker. I hate this. I hate that motherfucking teacher. I don't even like the motherfucker who sweeps the floors. <laughs> yeah, because this kid does not smile in pictures. So how does he feel about going to high school? Is he, He's is not he ready. scared? Is he intimidated? He's his thing is he re- he realizes that high school just puts him closer to being an adult. And he's like, I'm not ready for that life. Mm Wow, at least he's he got real, a little time. He's he's realistic. Yes, he's very realistic. He he he's understands like bills and responsibilities. Like I'm not ready for that. I just like video games. He's like, I just want to play video games. Eventually, <laughs> fuck some bitches. That's all I want to do. Like I don't really want to get into. He's not school. even there. He's like, I yeah. just want to draw. He's like, I want to draw, uh, play video games, and sneak looking at porn on my phone. That's what he wants to do. But well, we have he's the like, browser for him. Like, we have the browser, browser delete. <laughs> right. Going through this motherfucker. He's yo, he's got a VPN. You don't even know it. He's <laughs> on the dark web. <laughs> I didn't know Pokemon had titties. What is this? <laughs> oh man. That's what's up, man. Wow. That's what's up. And other than that, uh election day is tomorrow. So um the primaries, right? In New York. It? Yeah, the primaries. If you're in New York, uh please go out and vote. And we have the uh, this new system where you have to vote for multiple candidates in order. I forgot what is the official name of it. I is. still don't understand how that works. Uh, how do you pick a winner? I, I don't understand. What is it? Fractional you, voting? You, you pick your. Oh, how do you pick a winner? Or how what if the, I picked all five? Well, you, you could, have to, but you still have yeah, to rank yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so, so if I pick all five and uh-huh. the person next to me only picks two, 
does that ever does so that nullify only the other person's vote? No, it because I get to vote more than one time. I'm voting three more down. times. I'm voting three more times than the person. Next no, time. you don't, because you, you you're going in an order. So depending on how many people vote for that particular candidate in the first slot, will determine that winner. Right. So if, I, the, if the first person mm-hmm. that you vote for and the first person that they vote for wins, the race is over. Or the the rate they that person wins the the primary, the primary, and then they go to the major election. But understand what I'm saying. If one person votes for two candidates and one person votes for five candidates, mm-hmm. by definition, the top two candidates are going to get more votes because the other person abstained from voting for the other candidates. So I'm not clear about. I don't think you right. Can so do that. that doesn't you give have... them more. So so so, so let me explain. Votes. Let me explain. Let me explain. Mm. If Alaric, if Alaric votes for for candidates one through five, and Leon votes through candidate one through five, there are ten votes in the bucket. But if I vote for two candidates, and Vin votes for two candidates, there are fourteen votes in the bucket. Someone got shortchanged to vote. There's no, no way around it. Oh, you can't. But no. you can't. You, you got to do the one through five. You just can't vote for two people. That's what I'm saying. You have to. If no, they you, force you, you can't to vote, vote for, for two five. people for the same. You can't vote for two people in the same ranking. Right. So it's the ranking, the ranking that makes a so, difference. So here's it's what, not. Okay. It's not so multiple votes. It's not multiple votes for mm-hmm. m- for multiple candidates. So is your, your ranking diluted into twenty percent per candidate. Is that what I'm understanding? No. How, how I, I see what you're saying. No, but no. I mean, I guess you could look at it that way because you're saying, but really the ranking is, it's, it's like ranking anything else. Like it's your top five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of rappers, it's your top five. Instead of rappers. Uh, of media, one. Uh, exactly. Rock him. And if 20 people decide that, you know, Nas is the best rapper of all times. And they don't vote for anyone else, then right. Nas wins. Then, then Coolio wins. All right. Right. Okay. Right. I, I got to look up how it works. I got to look up how it works. I mean, well, actually, I, you will have already voted by the time you hear this, but. I just realized today, like I was making plans to go and vote tomorrow, but I just realized today I am not a registered Democrat, so I cannot uh, vote in this primary. Uh, how is that possible? Are you an independent? Yes. I'm, I'm not shocked. Okay. Not in a bad way. I'm just not shocked. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually independent, but I registered as a Democrat so I can participate in these primaries. That's what I'm... Why do you guys register as, as independents? I don't understand I didn't, that. I didn't well, you don't actually register as an de- uh, independent. You just, you just don't. You just, you just don't register a party. You don't claim an affiliation. Right. Yeah. I, I don't... Yeah. I'm gang, not, gang, I'm nigga. Not, I don't belong gang, to gang. any party. All right. Any this party a- can get my vote. As long as you're appealing to the needs of my community. This is absolutely a topic for a future podcast. But all right. Anyway, this is Leon. Thank you for listening. I'm done speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. Right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Decoding <laughs> 40. God damn it. No. Vin, what's yeah. going on with you? Uh, everything is good, man. Actually, uh, like L, my youngest, uh, graduated last Thursday yeah. from junior high school. And she's on her way to high school next year. 
And like Elle's son, she was ready to get the out of her school because she had enough. Fuck them kids. Exactly. Um, it was a great day. It was a beautiful, sunny day. My oldest came through. So I have both my girls, you know, with me at the same time, which is always a good thing. You know, what I mean, having both your children with you means a lot to me. You know, it's just a different energy. And I got good pictures of them. And then we went to P.F. Chang's to get salted up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my feet are still swollen um, from all the salt. But now nah, we went to P.F. Chang's. The ribs are salty as shit, though. Anyway, we we had a great dinner. My pop showed up. It was good to see my father. So now we had what would be that three, four generations in the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because my daughter, my oldest and my youngest are 12 years apart. I don't know what constitutes a generation, but. Well, yeah, they're they're in different generations because my daughter was ninety six, so she would be a millennial. And generations then, are twenty years. Twenty years, okay. And we usually associate that with parents, grandparents, great right, exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So you know, uh, three generations, right? So my father, me, and then her, then my children. Still so my pops was graduation. I mean, uh, <laughs> a generation. <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm just like motherfuckers can't count. I know. Black people gotta have 20 generations. (laughs) Fuck you, fuck you and your mama and your whole generation. Remember that shit? You said that shit? Fuck you and your whole generation, right? So, uh, so then like my, that which made no sense, but it sounded great when you said it. like, me too, fuck me too. Yeah, that that was like, that was the final death blow in a Mortal Kombat of snapping and shit. When you told a motherfucker his whole generation, nigga, that shit right there was finish him. That was just, you couldn't, you couldn't trump Fuck you and your whole generation. You couldn't trump that. That was the that was the spade, my nigga. That was yeah. the ju- that was the that was the high joker. That was right. but that you couldn't like infinity that. You could not. You couldn't infinity that. After that, right. it was over. You just right. lost the battle. You just lost a snap battle. That's like when niggas used to be like like fuck you and your and your block, and then it went to like nah, your, your whole your neighborhood. Then it went to like your whole galaxy. Like that was like, like the you... samurai sword of disrespect. But um, yeah. so my pops came through, which was great. I hadn't seen my father. Oh, shit, the whole pandemic. And my father's 76 years old, and he's he looks great, man. Um, He's in great health. He's sharp as shit. Like, my wife and my sister-in-law was there, and then uh, another part of the family came through. And even the waitress was like, you know, when I said, yeah, dad, how old are you? He was like, oh, I'll be, I'm 76. Even the waitress was flirting. Oh, my God, you look great. So my pops was in heaven. You know what I mean? He had his hair mm-hmm. cut. Sharp as a sharp as attack, you know what I mean. Nice. Um, he looks he looks great. He's fucking healthier than me. You know he'll, he'll say shit like, "Yeah, your belly's getting kind of big. You got dinosaur arms. What's going on? What's going on? Like, you, know, <laughs> you got to work out, man. You got to work." So he no, he was very concerned because um, you know I had some blood work done. I got to go in tomorrow and get some more work done. Uh, they got to look at the, my thyroid and some some numbers there. But he, uh, you know, he was just like, oh, I was with you. I was there with you where you were as far as my health and the cholesterol. So I'm like on all these fucking pills now because, again, I have an addiction to cupcakes, cheeseburgers and everything else. that's not good. (laughs) So now I'm on a fucking statin. I got fucking, you know, high blood pressure. You know, I I want to make it to 55 to retire so that I can live another 20 years. And like my father has been retired now. I have 18 years of transit. He's been re- retired just as long as I've been there. He's, he left the same year I came in, and we both, you know, he did 27 years there. And his goal did was to take you, 27. Did he throw you his towel 
when he finished? He was in Bunny Joe. Hanging in young blood. He was in he was in he was in buses and I'm in underground. So it was different, but same, uh-huh. same transit bullshit. Yeah. Um, but it was great to see him, you know, um, and we, we had a good time, man. That, that was, that was really good to see, you know, my, like, it was great to see my daughter graduate and, you know, she had, she was high honors. So she had that gold rope around her, her, her tassel nice. and shit. So she's high on a roll. Honor society, American honor society, whatever that shit is. But, um, get out oh, something like this, something. Don't, yeah, she's she's a smart kid. You know, I, I don't know where she gets yeah, it from. We know, we know that. She's a smart kid. Yeah, obviously. Because yeah. 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 I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm tell you about it. <laughs> but um, no, she's uh, she's extremely bright. She's extremely artistic. She's funny. She's poetic. Um, I don't know how Elson feels, but she's a little nervous. She's probably has the same anxieties that I did as a kid, just fitting in and wanting to be cool and... It's different for girls, I think, more than it is for boys uh, going mm-hmm. to high school. I think girls have a little a little easier. Uh, I don't know. No. I, I don't know. No, sir. It's way worse for girls. You, the, gir- the girls, you know, fucking with other girls? Or you, so yeah, just like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah women, women can be a lot, can, can they, really, especially can be mean, yeah. Yeah. If she's especially not in the at junior high school age. Yeah. yeah. They can be kind of rough. That mean girl shit is real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, but, son is, but but your daughter is is cute. Yeah. So she'll be all right. You know, and if not, we're going to come go down, down there. And we will slap a 10th grader. <laughs> Say, yo, <laughs> yo, baby, yo. Hold up. Hold up. How old are you? Are you over 16? Because you could take I can I can close fish you. I can close fish you in the face. If you're under 16, I got to give you a slap. My my daughter is just turned six months and I have been practicing that scene from Bad Boys where the young man comes to court her. I have wow, started man. writing that down as that's the baseline. That's kind of yeah, like the just, baseline. You got you got to, you got to, you got to ways. You know they they get young every you year. With the, I saw a figure practice practice. Yeah. How do you get to? Nah, you, how do you, you get know to, what? How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. You gotta you gotta you gotta master the mean mug because it starts early. It starts in like second third grade with the little notes or the little boy. You know not knowing how to express himself and may punch a little Zoe in the arm and you're going to have to go over there and look at a motherfucker like, I will smack crush your skull. I will smack crush your skull. I, I beats kids. I kicks kids in the neck. And you, <laughs> I'm, I see, you see, just look at him. I will fucking, you got to do this. How you doing? I will fucking kill you. I think I'm going I'm 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 to I'm I'm drop her off dressed a little scary. I think I'm going to wear all black you know, we're like 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 all 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 black with like you a, look, a black you gotta go to the playground. And you gotta, yeah. you gotta go to the kid. You gotta point <laughs> at them. Put like, a black scarf over you. my over my face. Yeah. Yeah, all I see you. I know where you I live. See you. I, yeah, take I mean, I'll really, all you gotta do is just pull them into your house and just sit them at the table. Yeah. <laughs> while you're cutting an apple. Yeah. You like mashed potatoes? You like mashed potatoes? You look like, like or beating or beating a, a piece of steak with a tenderizer or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Real hard, but the, the one with the spikes on it. <laughs> What's up with you, Rick? Oh, so you know. We celebrated uh, Father's Day. Oh, I actually have a graduate also. Yes. <laughs> My daughter graduated from pre-K. Nice. Oh, nice. And she's going to be one. going to kindergarten next year. I don't know where this time went. It went mm-hmm. by really, really quick. Did they have a ceremony? Did they have a pre-K ceremony? They did. Absolutely. They, did. they had, they had yes. a, a ceremony for uh, pre-K and then they do the, the the transition ceremony for the uh the two and three year olds because they're now going into pre K. 
I'm looking forward to all of this. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, they didn't they didn't do the cap and gown, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been a little bit much. They just gave them their certificate and their, their little medals and stuff. How long was the ceremony? 30 minutes. Hmm. In and so out. She, I love it. she's going into kindergarten then? Yeah, she'll be in going a regular public school. Y- y- yeah. Okay, so that's when she'll be introduced so, to cursing. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Even you know she's she's got fucky fucky down. Yeah. She's already saying shit. I immediately oh. thought of that kid at the graduation of the video. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was what, what, terrible. Did that little boy say shit. Is he incarcerated yet? <laughs> that's right. The little boy in the video. He's like, shut is, the fuck that- up. Is that is that little menace incarcerated yet, or do we know? We need to we need to follow him. He, he obviously follow him. obviously either had an issue with uh, that teacher. Maybe he didn't get what he wanted, and he was going to express himself with a "fuck you, bitch," <laughs> whatever he said. <laughs> that was sad. That was sad. Uh, no, well, she's not cursing like that, quite like no, that. No, 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 no. But you know, she's she's got her own curse words. She's she's got she's got a. She'll be okay. Well, she she'll yeah. see see what happens is in kindergarten she'll meet a little Puerto Rican little girl named Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> she'll know all the curse words. And she'll teach her everything, and they'll be friends right. forever. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because she'll teach her all the best curse words. All the best curse words. You're a cut. Yeah. What did you? What is? What's a cut? <laughs> what is that? What is that? Oh yeah. Just say it. It's cool. Yo, I Imagine remember a first grader equipped with the c word. How the fuck uh, is that? Listen, I don't know where I got uh, these words from, but l- let me uh, tell you something. I remember in uh, real quick, sixth grade, I was in um, hit in social studies class, and I called somebody a jerk off, or, or, <laughs> I, or, or either a jerk off, or like, yo, won't you stop jerking off, you jerk off, or something like that. Yo, am I fucking? Wait, what grade was, were you in? Like sixth grade. Wow. And I called him a jerk off or stop jerking off. And the teacher was like, what did you say? I said, I called him a jerk off. He said, don't you ever say that word again. You know what that word means? Yeah, he's a jerk off. Like, I didn't, I didn't, actually, I didn't associate it with, with, with rubbing one out. I just called him a jerk off. It's not knowing what the teacher was like. What did you just say? I, said, yeah, I called him a jerk off. He's a so, jerk. I, so I have a question as the newest parent. He's what is jerk, jerking off? What is the appropriate response when you're frustrated with somebody since you can't call them a dick, you can't call them an asshole, and you Are can't you talking call about them your kids? Jerk-off? What can somebody call another kid that's appropriate? Wait, an you, adult or a kid? Adult no, or a kid. kid. What can a kid call another kid? What can one oh, sixth oh, grader okay, gotcha. call yeah, another I was sixth all grader? Over the map with that one. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. I don't know. One, there's a poopy there's head. no line. Poopy no head, dumb line. face. No, you call them whatever you're equipped with. I can't help. I can't help it if you don't have the same curse word vernacular that I have. So if you're lost, if you call me a poopy head, if you ever, if a kid called me a poopy head when I was a kid, they're gonna. I would be like a poopy head. What kind of fucking shit are you talking about? You You fucking thunder cunt. I am not prepared for your advanced profanity. Listen, this exactly a fucking nerd. He 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 can get no wins with me. What a poopy head? What are we fucking two? Get out of here, you prick, you. <laughs> your fuck face. That's why your mother, yo, listen, I was, oh, oh man, I was brutal. brutal. Wow. Brutal. I was, I had my wow. mouth was horrible. You kidding me? That's like good morning. That's like, geez, wow, it's rough. All right. Poopy head. Well, man, I, you know, I know this is kind of a crazy question, but, but where do you go to spice up your, you know, to get crazy stuff for you and the wife? Yo, you're actually interrupting the show to ask me about the sex toys that me and my wife play with. 
I don't want to know what you play with. I'm just trying to see where you go get your shit from, man. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So we go to adminive.com um, so we can get all the vibrators, all the dildos, all all of the hog mogs. No, seriously, all of the lube and all you could possibly want. We go to adminive.com. Adamandeve.com. You put in your code DC40. DC40. Offer code at checkout. Adam and Eve's going to send you all types of free stuff. I like free 99, baby. That sounds like a plan. I'm going to have to head over there uh, after the show and see what's up, man. So that's DC40, right? Because I want to make sure I get my code right and I get that discount, right? DC40? No doubt. AdamandEve.com. DC40. Go get your stuff right now. AdamandEve.com. I guess we need to get back to the show. Anyway, so yeah. so so you have another graduate, Rick. Yeah. So, but then you know, Father's Day was was uh, yesterday. We, and my celebration was uh, I stayed in bed till like noon. Wow. Which never happens. Did you lock the um, door and throw away the? Key? I, I did they not were lock the door. <laughs> they were banging the door. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, get your ass out of here, Daddy. Daddy. They tried. They tried to wake me up at six thirty, but. I just looked at my wife like, Father's Day. <laughs> I get some pass. I, yeah, I, I wish I wish I could, but I, I can't. It's against, <laughs> the against the rules. Father's Day, I can't do it. <laughs> so, you know, she took, she took care the of the kids. Yeah, them's the rules. <laughs> she took care of the kids, and then uh, I took a trip out to Queens and uh, hung out with my pops for a little bit um, just to so. say what's up. Um, so that was cool. And yeah, it was it was just a really chill day. It was just it was just beautiful out, you know. And then uh, I just came back off of the road, and um, after I left LA, we went through Mississippi. Aside from uh, hotel staff and restaurant workers, no one is wearing masks. Not why, a single person. Hi, boy. Why you got that fucking face stopper on your face? What What are you doing? He must be from the north. Look at him with his face diaper on I, his face. I, I think that they think that we're we're all pussies because you know we don't like getting but sick. She, and, I had a conversation kind of like that today. And the woman's what, like, What you up there in New York? I was like, Yeah, how they doing up there? And I was like, Yeah, you know, it's kind of like we still we half out. and half with the mask. We outside, we healthy. Shots. Yeah. We're taking shots and everything, son. We better. <laughs> Yeah. But but one of the people that we were interviewing, I think she was 77 and her husband was like 79, right? And then they're like, oh, why are you wearing masks? We don't have nothing. I'm like, this is for your protection, ma'am, because you don't know where we've been. We yeah, just came from L.A., which it, no, but, but we just came from L.A., which at one point had the highest had one of the highest rates of covid infection. And we just came off a plane. This is to protect you, ma'am, because <laughs> you don't know what I got. Was 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 they a blanquito? No, they were they were black. Black mm. folks. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Come There's on, not, give me a kiss. Their 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 vaccination rate is even really low in Mississippi. Mm. Uh, but they don't believe and it's it. not about money because it's free. Look, but they also they also have low infection rates because nobody wants to go to Mississippi, so <laughs> they, had, they had less chance of anybody wanting to uh, transmit nope. uh, COVID to them. Hold up, hold up. You 
know what, honey? You know where I've never been and I'm dying to go? Yes, dear. Mississippi. Nobody says that ever. No one says There's that. no commercial no for that. that. No one's going down there. Listen, if, if I'm a, you I'm don't, a, if you don't have family ties to Mississippi, you're probably not going. There. I'm gonna call yeah. David Banner. I'm gonna call David Banner and get him on this show so he can represent his state and give us a different opinion of Mississippi. I think we should reach. Now, now it was it was definitely different than what I imagined. It it seemed. What did you imagine it to be? Because I have an imagination of what Mississippi looks like. It feels like what I know of Mississippi is based on Mississippi historical <laughs> is based on the history of, of Mississippi being, you know, a, a very, very racist, backward Jim Crow state. Right. Rick's, Rick's like Rick's like, I don't see Mississippi burning four times. That's all I need to know. <laughs> but but at the same time, the the the, the Jackson Airport. Is called Jackson Medgar Evers Airport because it's a black state. But 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 listen to this: the irony of that Jackson Medgar, Andrew Jackson and Medgar Evers. Yeah, yeah. That, so I that guess it's not a problem. black state. That's a black. That's not a black that state is, because you would have got is, rid of the Jackson part. Well, Jackson's the name of the city. Okay, but why is so, it Jack? It's still named after Andrew Jackson, right? But they're not gonna they're not gonna rename. The I don't city. know if it was named after Andrew Jackson, but I think I think it was, but. Medgar Evers is the name of the airport. And and that to me was sort of amazing in a place that I thought was going to be super racist. Like I don't I, there's not many states that you're going to find an airport named after after a civil rights activist. I don't know of another one. But if you so, know of one, John F. Kennedy Malcolm X Airport? No? That's a, all right. Nah, so we gotta work on it. But you know, a yeah. little less racist than I thought. And uh Here's something that my wife and I are looking forward to at the end of this week. We are doing our staycation, which means we are leaving the house and leaving these two kids behind <laughs> to fend for themselves. For two days. Yeah. Nice. Way but we're going. not going far. We're only we're staying at the standard in the city oh, for shit. two days. Nice. And my niece, who just graduated college, is coming and is spending two days. Three days, actually, three days with the kids in the house, and uh, oh. there's going to be some grandma involvement as well. But um, this is the first time we're leaving them. Sounds wow. exciting! Both of us at the same how time. Many, how many them. bottles of champagne you think you're going to need? Seriously, I don't know, man. So the, I, the, <laughs> I know the idea like, is we graduated from Brown, damn it, and you want me to watch <laughs> these kids? How sober? Damn you! How dare you! <laughs> I'm doubling my rate. <laughs> the, the plan is, and and our our anniversary is going to be on this That's on right. Sunday. Oh, nice. so thanks for reminding me. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You better get that gift. Yeah, I know. Uh, before this episode comes out, I know. <laughs> get him a gun. And, get him a gun. <laughs> the plan is to not me. leave that hotel room for three days. Wow. Very nice. Wow. Room, Room service. service. Room service. So, so to stay in New York and to, to get away from my kids and to stay in the same state, not even get on a plane, not even a bus or a train. Yeah, I could just take an Uber from the crib to the spot. Yeah. This probably going to cost me $1,500 to stay home, to stay in the state. But it's worth it. Yeah, I was no, going to no. say that. But, that's but, gonna be, 
every the room is the room is expensive because because we just in case anybody you know if you're out in the city uh on on saturday night we're going to have a corner room and we're there's a big bay window we're probably going to be fucking in that window (laughs) you can bring your binoculars you said the standard yeah, the standard. Uh, <laughs> Elva, Elva, so, like, so Leon, Leon's gonna post the coordinates uh, on the yeah, Facebook page. Ella, Ella's like, Ella's like, we're not closing we those. Over there. We're not closing. We're not closing those curtains. And if we're, you're a Patreon, if we'll have a live stream, right? We're coding fucking finally some content on Patreon, yeah. and that's but gonna honest, be sponsored by Adam and Eve. Yeah. <laughs> you see those puppies he's using? Those are Adam and Eve's. <laughs> <laughs> and the item number is one, two, three, <laughs> seven, eight. Now I'm getting sure you use code. DC 40. <laughs> 40 but, but we're, we're probably going to be doing more sleeping than, than fucking, but you know, we're tired, man. Nah, we're man. Tired. You, you, you'll get to sleep, you get to eat, eat in, and just relax and, and not have to hear the sound of children. It's the best thing in the world, man. I, <laughs> yeah. I know the first time we went on a vacation and we went to, we went somewhere into the islands. And you do like I, we missed her, but we also had a great time. It was like, <laughs> you know, because like the, you 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 miss them right away, and then you go through the period of you don't miss them, and then it's like when you get back, you you're, you're happy to see the children. But those yeah. two days, three days, where you kind of have that, you don't have to hear. You're not answering to anybody except nope. to the person next to you. No one's pulling your fucking shirt. Can I have? Can I have? Can I have? No, none of that. You're gonna just be. You're gonna miss it. You're gonna be like, well, nobody. Everybody needs a break, bro. Hold Everybody up, everybody needs a break. This and, is our and, first break, and you will almost not have five to, years, and you will not have break. to wake up. Oh my god, Rick, yeah. you won't have to wake up. Like as far as like whatever time yeah. you want to wake up, you just wake up. Yeah, let, yeah. let the That's, sun let the sun wake you up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even I'm not even bringing change of clothes. Nice. I'm just bringing I'm just bringing underwear, toothbrush, mm. uh, toothpaste. And, and you know, smoking jacket. Did you get? Yeah. Did you get the two twin, the two queen beds? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Lucy, 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 turn off the lights. When you get there, ask for the two queen bread beds. Let's see. You just oh, one's for one's for oh, okay. Gotcha. One's for fornication. The soil, other. you soil one. Exactly. Sleep in the other. Gotcha. Exactly. I mean, you know. If I just it's something. not fun if you don't sleep in your juices. Come on, <laughs> I just, but I, I just, I just <laughs> learned ma- married people tricks. That's it. Put that file up. File up one queen. This do. is the soil. I, I, this is, can we this have three queens? Three queens. Yeah. <laughs> this is the. Fuck I, I kind of like that idea. I, you know, middle of the afternoon, you're like, hey, honey, get in the fuck bed. Yeah, there you this go. Guy, yeah. This guy <laughs> is a genius. <laughs> this guy's. I might have to run with that. Let's slowly go. When no man has gone before. Listen, I drop these gems when I can. Yeah, science. <laughs> He's like, what? I, I, I can actually use one sheet as a cum rag, which is even great. <laughs> <laughs> which throws me back to why I'm never comfortable in a hot uh, hotel. <laughs> they they wash those sheets in very, very hot water. I would always, hope so. always, always, yes, always remove the comforter. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark.
So what's going on? So last week, uh, went out with some friends and had a cigar to uh, somebody owned a cigar bar. So we kind of got invited out. And what I didn't know is it was ladies night. And the night started off really interesting because we walked in and there was nobody. There was a tent outside. So it was very comfortable. And um, and across the across the way, there was somebody, a young lady in her 40s who was having like a birthday party. So it was super grown and sexy, which was great. And got got the cigars. And then a young lady approaches me. I won't say a young lady. A, a woman approaches me selling these drinks. Uh, has anybody ever had a nutcracker? Is anybody familiar with the nutcrackers? Yeah, which is funny because when I saw you hold up the quarter water bottle, I'm like, this went from classy to ghetto. Absolutely. Trash. Absolutely. Fabulous. So she so she offered to sell me. Now, I've had a nutcracker at like Puerto Rican Day Parade like 100 years ago. Didn't remember. So she was like, I'm selling these quarter water bottles with liquor in them. And she said, she says, do you know what a nutcracker is? And she held it up. And I was like, that's not a nutcracker. I know what a nutcracker looks like. So I was like, all right, three for 20. I was like, everybody want one of these uh, these drinks? Everybody <laughs> shockingly said yes. So I bought three of them and passed them out and I kept one. But it smelled like gasoline. So I didn't want to drink it until I was on the show. And I want to give you guys a real time review. Let's see. Yeah, so if I took uh, isopropyl alcohol and mixed it with some, uh, I guess, a 50-cent quarter water, this is what it would taste like. I'm scared to drink all that by itself. I got to put it over some ice. So that what, was Thursday. What is, what is it, though? I don't want to oh, say the brand Oh, it's supposed to be a nutcracker? It's actually, it's actually a rum punch. It oh, says rum saying, punch yeah, on the bottle. Yeah. This is a rum punch. Is that, is that made uh, with Ray and Nephews, or is that made with... Uh, that's got to be 151. That shit probably just says rum on the bottle. <laughs> rums <laughs> it, it says rums. rum on the bottle and it's with a picture of a sugar cane and a machete five different rums in there and there's two little floating things in it I don't know what it, that is if that's for Pimento. is that what it is okay. <laughs> it's a little black took, ball yeah that's what it is I yeah. took two sips it's of it and I feel it in my right ankle so just it's so either pimento or rabbit poop oh uh, man <laughs> wow because she makes the it rabbit poop would make it. She absolutely did. I think that I think the the uh those are dinkleberries. But he hasn't put it down yet, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, it's that it's very strong, but it but it actually feels it, it actually tastes pretty good. But he's gonna be like, and in about five minutes, those Irish highs are calling you. <laughs> oh uh, so that was a young lad. So that was last week. And then um, Sunday, my wife and my daughter took me out for Father's Day, which I thought was really nice. And and I had been asked, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And I said, you know, I really want to be on the waterfront. So we go to this spot. I don't want to say where it is. And we go, because let's be clear where it is. And I go on the waterfront and I go to this spot. And we pull up parking lots, Ram. So I'm thinking, oh, food's going to be bomb. This place is going to be incredible. So we walk in and they say, oh, hour and a half wait. We're like, all right, we get a drink. They bring drinks over in the waiting room. It's great. Why are you waiting? They said an hour and a half. It was like 20 minutes. We have a table for you. I was like, oh, this place is fantastic. Holy shit. It went all downhill from there. They set us down. Now, I had ordered drinks at the bar. So, you know, when you order that next round of drinks and they come and say, seat your table. I said, we'll just send them over. I said, all right. We didn't see our first round of drinks for another hour and 15 minutes. Um, oh, wow. After being seated. Wow. We ordered our, we ordered. Wait, it, I'm just getting started. So I sit down, we order our food. The food comes rather quickly. It's okay. The food is okay. The view is exceptional because I'm sitting looking at water. Okay. And, it, and I'm in the city limits. Let's just say that. I'm, I'm very close to New York. Let me just say that. You're a city so, 
Yeah, I'm like, no, no, this is not City Alba. Damn, bro, you. I expect bad service. I expect bad service in in City Alba, and if it doesn't happen, I'm like, okay, great. I expect it. So, but this place didn't quite expect it. So anyway, food comes. It's okay. He was at Shea Whitey's, ladies and gentlemen. He was at Shea Whitey's. I ordered that next drink. Ordered that next drink. Doesn't come. She's like, sorry, I'd ordered the first drink in the waiting room. And I asked for that second drink. Sorry, that fir- that next round took an hour and a half to come out. So we're sitting. Yeah, whatever you're drinking over there has got you twisted already. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I am totally lost in the story. And you okay, all right, I'm gonna go back. Go back. First round, we got in the waiting room, and then that round came in. And as I'm ordering the second round, they're like, "Hey, can we sit?" So that's second round. All right, so we sit down. We go through. I have ordered the second round. They're like, "No problem. I'll make it and send it to your table." We sit down. We order drinks. Uh, sorry, we sit down, we order our food, an hour and a half goes by before we get that second round. After we had the first round, and I'm so glad we had it, after we had that first round in the waiting room, the second round didn't come for like 90 minutes. After we asked for it about four or five times. <laughs> These how, niggas went through. How are you so fucking patient? Yo, yo, it, w- it was Father's Day and I didn't want that smoke. I really didn't want that smoke. About? So wait, so no. wait. I didn't every create other, the smoke. Every other table around <laughs> us, every other table around us has a basket of bread. Ask me if we ever got a basket of bread. No. See? We didn't get a basket of bread. Okay, I have to ask. Is this a racial thing happening? We know our, that our, niggas our, my waitress, bread. my our waitress was Indian. Okay. Was it an Indian restaurant or was it an no. American restaurant? So it's a white owned establishment, for sure. But, but, wrong. but the other but the patrons staff was diverse. Were, the other patrons around you, what were they? Mixed. It was everybody in this place. Okay. There was three, there was okay. two or three black families in the corner across from us. So, there so wasn't it wasn't a, a it wasn't flag. a black thing. It was. Did, nah, you, nah, did nah, you meet nah, with nah. them in the side and say what's going on with your order? <laughs> How long is your shit coming? I, I think <laughs> I think we should have had a black meeting. I think we should. Yeah, have you should have. So anyway, so then when I'm ordering my food, I said, "Listen, I want some food to go," and she says to me, "You know, you should order it now to make sure that it's ready." When you're ready to go, I'm like, all right. We get our food, and I, here's the thing: I want to be super duper clear about this. I don't blame my wife for any of this because she usually picks extraordinary experiences and extraordinary establishments, and her her search game is impeccable. Always has been. Every time we've ever gone out, so I don't want to put any of this on her. I want to be super clear about that if she's listen, if she listens to this, okay? But Ooh. after that, so after we after we ordered this food and we did all of that, remember I had ordered this food. They realized it took me too long to get this stuff. So now we're like, all right, can we have the check? Now we sit there another 45 minutes. We had gotten the no check. No way. Wait. No wait. fucking way. Hold on. Wait. It takes them 20 minutes to bring the check, but it's fine because we were talking. We were feeding the baby. We were sitting there taking the sides. We just kicked it. It was all good. But I'm still waiting. Remember, she told me to order my food. So she brings the check out. And and when she brings the check out, she was like, I'm so sorry for your wait. Would you like another drink? It's on the house. And I was like, and I said, I literally said to her, I was like, am I going to get this one? She was like, no, no, I promise. It's going to come. So she went and got the next drink. It'll be ready next week, sir. (laughs) That comes back out. That comes back out five or 10 minutes later. We send a check back. And she was like, okay, I'm going to bring you your food. So now I'm like two, I'm out. I'm like two hours and 15 minutes now. Easy. Wait, you've paid for your food before you got it? No, no, no. I paid for my food after. 
I, I play, the food that I'm ordering now was the food that I was going to take with me out of the oh, restaurant. How long oh, were you there, man? Like, because right now I'm hey, counting like seven sounds hours. Like you should have clocked. No, nah, I'm like I'm there like two hours, fifteen minutes. So the check is paid. The check is paid. <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, we'll bring your food right out." Another five minutes later, <laughs> another thirty minutes goes by. No, 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 bro. No, and no you, now my wife has just, left the restaurant, and she was like, "I'll be outside." And she was like, don't go, don't go full Brody on him. She was like, I'll be outside. Let me know when you're ready. Cause we're going to go for a walk up the pier. Cause it's like a pier outside. We're going to take the baby up the pier. So after about a half an hour sitting there and I get a couple of text messages like, yeah, we're getting ready to leave you and go up the pier. I'm starting to be like, I'm missing my daughter time on Father's Day. Now, yes, the place was busy or whatever. So I f- go and I find the waitress in the kitchen. She was like, you didn't get your food? And I was like, no. They had taken my food and put it with the other food for pickup. Like if you call in and do takeout and it was out there. But how was I supposed to know that? So they, she runs and she gets my food and, and she goes, thanks so much, whatever. And we had already tipped her normal. And I got up and I walked outside. And I realized I will never let anybody do that shit to me again, holiday or not. I'm lighting the whole fucking restaurant up. I was so livid. So basically, I was there two hours, 45, three hours at a minimum. Wait, so wait, so you waited a minute meal. Waited an hour and a half after you ordered your food. How long did it take you to eat? The food minutes? came out quickly. No, the food came out like 15, 20 No, but, but how long did it take you to eat? You said you were waiting an hour, hour yeah, and a half for your food. I, I was, I was so you waited 30 minutes. minutes. You, ate, 30, you spent 30 yeah. minutes eating your food. So no the whole more. thing was like an hour. Yeah, it was right. like an hour, let's say. All and then it. another 45 minutes. After I had waited, hold on, after I had waited 30 or 45 minutes to get in. No. Nick, to no. sit down. I, I didn't count that time. I have no idea what y'all are doing. Okay. All right. I have you're, no you're, idea what y'all are doing. Yeah, yeah. So that was the, the that was that was the Father's Nigga. Day debacle. But would, that was not so that was not on my wife. Shout out to my wife for picking up. I'm trying to understand why y'all paid for the meal. <laughs> Yo, I would have got there. Had, honest, and we ate the food. El would have had like, Schumer on the phone. But <laughs> and you know what? And you know what the funny thing is? Let's see I, I expected the food to be exceptional. At least if you're gonna have bad service and and you got a good location. Oh, by oh, the way, sir. it was obnoxiously overpriced. Like obnoxiously. But I think all that's gonna be the food's yeah, gonna be exceptional. The food was meh. So you you got taken advantage of. I got abused from the got, time yeah. you entered the, the from the time you entered the door. There's no way I'm waiting an hour and a half for my food. There's no way. And the manager is at my table. Thirty minutes in, you the manager is gonna be at my table. Yeah, he's cooking. My There's meal. no fucking way. There's Go no fucking way. I, I don't care how busy it is. The manager is uh, at my table thirty minutes after I ordered my food. Shout out to my wife because I because I because I literally got hot and she was like, "It's Father's Day, take it down to not zero. Me. Not me. Because I was hot. I was this, hot. This is the one day you in. could take it to a hundred and be justified. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. I, I think real, I think real, both, real quick. Both, both me and my wife would have been on, on flames by no, if yeah, it was yeah. the by forty five minutes for sure. I would have thirty minutes. No black people on fire. And she's hungry. Oh shit! You're in trouble now. If it was Hold the up. best meal ever, maybe I'd have been like, all right. I just got the visual of, of, of Rick's wife because if you know her, I could just see her face <laughs> and the mind being back. like, I'm sorry. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where the fuck is our food? <laughs> yeah. It would it would have been like trash wars, right? Where I looked at my wife and I was like, can, can I go? Can yes. I go? Yes. And she's like, get him. Flame on. The, the yeah. manager. Bring me the manager, the bus boy, the guy the who hired the, the bus Re- boy. The regional manager. Get him on the line. I, get that I, I, the mayor. I, I tell you the what, representative. I, I don't yes. know, but I don't know if it was the restaurant, the kitchen, or the waitress. I venture to say it was the waitress. I Put them know. all on the firing squad. This now, is here's crazy. The, here's the funny thing. It was Father's Day. There was a lot of smoke or whatever. We believe that we would give this place another try. Okay. I don't know what you're smoking. Okay. You know, you know, I am never. If you ask me to go with you to Home Depot, I'm not going. (laughs) If you ask me to go with you to a restaurant on a hop, I'm not going. I'm not going. I I think he's a masochist. I think he like he He likes abuse. He enjoys the abuse. Nah, sir. Now I want you to put extra salt on my steak, there, honey. That really gets me excited. (laughs) Right in the wounds. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get into the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we try to bring you the latest, the greatest, the best, the freshest, the newest. I feel like I'm about to do a Ralph McDaniel speech right here. The jiggiest. Right. The, 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 the fleekest. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do, though. We do. We have an exciting guest today, ladies and gentlemen. He was born in Houston, Texas, raised in Pearland, Texas. He's got a degree in finance from F- SFASU. Three time NCAA All-American co-founder of the company called Guzzo, founder of Breaking Crypto, VC at Nomis Ventures, head of sales and business development at Fitlit, and founder of Run From The Heart, the man who does not get to sleep in. Mr. Joshua Taylor, how are you, sir? I'm great, man. How are y'all? How are you doing? I'm good, man. I thought she was going to come in hot after that. That's all right. <laughs> he was like, Comic collective. Comic you follow an Alaric. It's fine. It's He's fine. like, it's look, man, I'm from fucking Texas. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to fucking break my balls. I'm, and I'm, I got heat. <laughs> What's up, Josh? How you doing? I'm great, up, guys. So Joshua is an expert in crypto and many other things. And, and cryptocurrency is, has really been hot. Um, in, 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 in the last six months, a lot of people have been talking to it, uh, talking about it and, and people, uh, investing, losing, there's a lot going on, dodge coin and, and, and all of these different things. So, uh, we thought we'd bring him on and talk about crypto, uh, for all of our, our people who are looking into financial aspects. So Joshua, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in all this thing and a little bit about yourself. Oh, you guys said I'm a Texan. At heart, I love the East Coast though. So shout out! I'll be in New York in the fall, so we're gonna have to kick it. Oh, definitely um, for a little bit. I'll be in New York. Background in finance and economics, so really was focused on that. I was blessed to be an All American in track. Uh, I have friends that just made the Olympic team <laughs> in the last two days, so awesome. it's like I'll leave. I'll leave the running to them. Shout out to my boy Fred Curley, um, showing he could run the one hundred and the two hundred later on this week. But I started to go into banking, Wells Fargo. I got bored, wanted to work for a hedge fund, was interviewing for that to be on the East Coast, actually. But in 2016, me and my older brother, Gordon Taylor, uh, ventured out, started a software company, been entrepreneur ever since. Just 16 months ago, that's when I really went down the crypto blockchain rabbit hole. Uh, in August of last year, made my first investments in Bitcoin and Ethereum. 
and really wanted to learn the projects, really wanted to learn the industry. Since 2013, I knew the dollar would die or at least lose its world reserve currency status because of my background and I'm just a curious person and I like to challenge the status quo. I just didn't know about Bitcoin in 2013, uh, but just that the narrative and the actual factual evidence of our current fiat monetary system and where we're going as a society globally um, and just the financial rails being lowered for not just America, we're spoiled, we're a developed nation, but it's about the unbanked in America. 20% of America's unbanked are underbanked, right. but also the emerging markets like Latin America, Africa, and other parts of the Eastern world um, do not have internet and they do not have banking, um, very up-to-date banking systems. And also the costs are very high. So we have family in Indonesia or different parts of the world. It's really hard to wire money to them. Just kind of like WhatsApp, it was very hard to text somebody uh, without it costing a lot of money. And so just like this, uh, Bitcoin was supposed to be a peer-to-peer network where I could send Leon some Bitcoin when he lives in Timbuktu, right? And send it five minutes instead of it being like a week and it costs you a arm and a leg just to send that transfer over. Uh, you don't need a bank. You don't need any intermediary. It's saying forget the system and really allowing for all people to be a part of the finance. So our, our audience is typically uh, we're in our 40s, right? We've, we've been dealing in cash and bank cards and credit cards. So can you explain EBT and EBT? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of us. I don't know who he's talking about, but can you explain in a nutshell, what 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 is cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency really um, is based off of cryptography. Crypto just means a hidden. So you're doing crypt- cryptic coding, right? Programming to create a medium of exchange that could be digitized. It could be anonymous. It could be inoperable. It could be immutable. And it could be fungible. I'm going to get kind of technical, but I'll explain it. So the, the programmable money basically create a way for there could be a cap supply, just like fiat currency, like the US dollar has no cap because our central bank can literally just print it digitally as much as they want. There's a cap supply. And then, of course, there's supply and demand when it comes to economics. So cryptocurrency essentially is programmable money uh, off of crypto, cryptographed code programmed, right? Just like this computer is ones and zeros, we code it, program software engineers, to make that media exchange, whatever the use purpose is. Why should we be investing in this? I think the primary reason is that just like we went from writing typewriters and we went from writing with feathers to typing and we're, we're communicating through the internet right now, through a signal, we're going to be trans... We've already been transacting digitally. The circulation of dollars, of paper dollars has been decreasing, right? When the Fed prints money, they push numbers. When the stock market... When you make a trade, right, and you're doing it electronically. So we already are electronic. A lot of dollars in circulation are done electronically already. The cryptocurrencies are saying that you and I can say, hey, Decoding40 has a real community. And people are saying, hey, I actually have a token that we want to make. And people say there's value in the token, right? So they want to trade it for a reason. That's why Dogecoin exists. It's been around since 2015. It may have no use cases today, but why does it have so much money in, in market capitalization, whether it's so a mean a, play or not? You can I, I, have, 
I have a question for you, Josh. Wait, let me ask him this question. So I, so I, I am a, I am a, a, a crypto investor and yes. you know, I, I got in early on Litecoin and I did really, really well. Mm-hmm. And then this year it was going up and up and up and I doubled down and tripled down. And then, you know, my crypto just lost half its value. Mm-hmm. So why is I, as a person who's an investor, a little older investor who wants to be as close to my liquid as, as possibly can and want to be able to take that out and, and, and do it when I just lost half my value, why should I invest in it when I'm not sure of the security and the safety of my investment? Investing is all about risk, risk reward, such as life. So I think you have to consider for, for us five here, but for everyone on listening to this is I wouldn't invest in anything in crypto uh, more than you can afford to lose because you can see a 20, 50, 80% drawdown in one day because markets are so new. This, uh, this, this world, I won't call it an asset class. This new world has not been around. It's only been around for 11 years. So the markets are not, are maturing, but these companies are still figuring out their business models are still figuring out new ways of how we transact in the world of how we do business going from web two, which was Facebook, Amazon, Google, Netflix, right? Web two, the dot com going to new internets, new protocols, right? In web two, www.http, these protocol addresses, the people who made it that did not get any money. The value is going to the new internets this time, and then there'll be lightning coin, different things built on top of Ethereum, these new, I won't get too into it, but these new internets. So you're really early in the new internet and you're essentially a venture capitalist investing in these new coins, seeing what's going to survive or not. So we're literally like in 1998 all over again. So two things. Recently, uh, in the last couple of days, China seems to be going after a lot of these Bitcoin mines. And it's, of course, affecting uh, what's going on in the market. A lot of of, uh, coins have been dropping percentages as well. I just started fucking around with the stock market recently. I haven't really got into the Bitcoin thing because I just don't know much about it. But I'm kind of, like Rick was saying earlier, kind of old school because Bitcoin is basically a phantom it, 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 it doesn't it's not a product it doesn't create a product and it, i mean i know how the i know how the regular dollar works it's not backed by gold so it's not backed by anything so i, I that's how i kind of find it difficult to how it even works because it's not like it's ford like we know ford sells trucks bitcoin doesn't actually sell a physical item so that's why like i kind of get how does it even work? I see it's making money. I see motherfuckers making a lot of money, yeah. but I also don't quite understand how it works if it's not creating anything physically. Well, it's, it's sort of like it's sort of like cash. When we're talking about the dollar, it's 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 an agreed upon value, right? We've all decided that a dollar is worth a dollar, mm-hmm. right? And we've we decided that, you know, a pound is worth more than a dollar. We've all, it's an, it's an understanding, right? It's just a medium of exchange. You could do the same thing so with one coin. Counts, you know what I mean? So one coin, like currently the, 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 the I was looking at today, that's the high 30,000s, whatever, 30,000 something or whatever. Is that one coin is worth that amount? Or is that a group of coins? Like, how does that? One bit, there's only going to be 21 million Bitcoin ever mined. In, in the history that will be fully minted in 2041. So there's a certain amount of Bitcoin that's mined by miners, AKA coders, software okay. engineers are like mine farms. So you have these big so- software servers. I have a couple of colleagues who run mining, mine, like mining pools. So like that's what China is doing. They're 
because they are a totalitarian state <laughs> run by the state, they literally can come down and just shut your mining pool down. Like M2 pool is a big Chinese mining pool. So for the audience, like I said, just like Google has their huge servers, they're just different. You know, whether you're a single, all of us can literally run mining rigs. We just buy the equipment and start mining. Just like you can go into the ground and mine gold. You can go mine, run these algorithms and try to mine, mine the Bitcoin. And so you're basically nodes all around the world. People are trying to mine and basically figure out a math problem, right? And so the lower that target gets, that means the more competitive it is to really solve the algorithm. It's, a, it's just a, a, S, a hash 256SH, very technical, but not really. It's just... We're trying to solve a math problem. Yeah, you lost me right there, son, because I'm like, yo, <laughs> uh, five plus five is ten. Yeah. And you yeah five plus five is ten. You, you start whoever using solves H, it. H code. <laughs> so whoever but, solves this five plus five is ten, right? Say it's say we're six different miners around the world. Say if Leon wins, he gets a mining fee, right? Mm-hmm. He gets 3.25 Bitcoin. That's his reward for mining this blockchain. And it gets it continues to mine every 10 minutes. Right. So until 2041, there's only going to be 21. That's why gold is valuable, right? Because they say it's scarce, right? But Bitcoin, we know it's fixed. We don't know how much gold is at. Mm. And then it's digital, right? Like I can literally transfer it. Like gold, I can't lug some bars around. Like that's kind of mm. hard, right? Or I have silver. I have silver in my, in my house. Like who's going to like take my silver coins off? Well, it's the same thing with an NFT, right? You know, a non-fungible token. And we don't want to really get too technical, but all the artists are moving into NFTs where they take their work and they're selling their work as a digital version because they can monetize it in various different ways, right? So you could take this piece of art that you created and embed something in it or or have this... Uh, uh, as a companion to your piece and sell it. And, and, and I think, I think it's amazing that people are finding new ways to monetize the things that they're doing. Uh, I think that's great. And, and all these things are unique. I think the biggest problem, I think people are really scared of things that they don't understand. So even if this is scary for everybody, I want everybody to start jumping into it because even if this is something you're not going to invest in, you need to be aware of it, what it means, how it's affecting our society. What's the impact? to you, your children, all of those things. So to that point, I want, uh, Josh, I wanted you to talk about what's the entry point for the average and particularly black listener who is hearing all the news about what's happening in the cryptocurrency space, but doesn't know how to evaluate or how to assess the different metrics and KPIs that might make them inclined to invest in a particular coin. So can you talk about sort of what is the best way for people to move into this space as carefully and as educated as possible. Have your own conviction about your own beliefs. And if from an investment standpoint, if you don't know why you're investing in something, crypto or not, you probably shouldn't invest in it. I don't disagree with speculation. I think that's the way you kind of learn. So um, definitely do your own research. That's like one of the things we talk about in crypto is DYOR, do your own research. Don't do anything just because Elon Musk says do anything or <laughs> anybody just because anyone, even someone that's black and influential says get into something, do your own research, focus on your own portfolio, the money you have. And hey, if you lose it, you should expect like that you're going to get some losses. That's a part of investing. And in terms of resources, obviously breaking crypto is a resource mm-hmm. that people can tune into. What other uh, resources can people tap into to sort of help yeah. educate them and yeah. get them more acclimated there's, to what's happening in the space. Yeah. There's tons of great resources and I, I'll be curating and putting more resources people can follow and 
up their game. So like Decrypt is a new site. Like I love Blockworks. It's another um, new site. I look at Coindesk. They're really good. Their point, their podcast is good. Uh, for more experienced people, there's other ones that I'll have on my website, like Bankless, The Block, different things like that. There's tons of resources where people are trying to capitalize and just like just nerd out on the space. I actually took a, a course called Ivan Tech Academy earlier this year for like a couple of months. It really taught me on the technical pieces. So this is for people trying to be engineers or really try to be an investor or just learn about blockchain business. And so I like I wanted to know the technical aspects of it. Um, but there's a lot of free information you can get on YouTube. Um, be wary of trying to follow just all these YouTubers who trade. And just like I said, if you're going to trade in short-term increments, be know what you want like in terms of losing money. Don't FUD. Don't have fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Don't listen to all the noise. Uh, all the noise the, right now is, is good news. Like for me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm excited that there's blood on the streets. <laughs> so well, that's, that's dope, man. So so listen, man. Just to be respectful of your time, listen, man. Tell us where we can find you online. We really appreciate you uh, coming out to the show. Where's the best place for people to find you and what you got going on? Yeah, definitely uh, subscribe to breakingcrypto.com. That's where everything I do on crypto. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. JC Taylor 9210. And then, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn too. That's, <laughs> that's what's up. And that's breaking, and that's breaking with no G, breaking with no G, like breaking bad, like breaking crypto. Yeah, yeah. So go breaking. check them out. Go check them out online. So we appreciate you coming on. So listen, guys, if you're going to get your feet wet with crypto, just know that there might be landmines ahead. Thanks, Josh, for coming on. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. I want to tell you about a, a group of fucking Mooliacs, right? They call the code of 40. I watch these guys on fucking YouTube. Great guys, right? I also listen to their podcast. But get this. These fucking guys are crazy. They left a fucking telephone number for you to leave a message with them, right? It's 608-618-4040. It's 608-618-4040. I like to call them sometime and break their fucking balls and call them Moolies and stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. What's going to happen? They're going to come get you. Forget about it. 608-618-4040. Get your fucking life already. So so would you guys invest in Chris crypto or not? What do you think? What do you think? I, I've started. I've dabbled. For, yeah. I've, I've got you, you've dabbled coinage. Mm -hmm. in, I, I bought in, my yeah. first crypto when it was at like set when Bitcoin was at like 17, which so it must have been like four years ago. Mm. Litecoin. Bitcoin and uh, Ethereum. So how? So you must be doing all right. Oh, it's, it's doubled since then. That's good. Yeah, it, quadru put, it quadrupled a little while ago, I was, and I was kind of happy about it. As I was amped too. Podcast, was amped. but it, then it, today was it, not a good. Took a drop. Today was not a good crypto day. <laughs> I, you know, he was. He was. He was like, I'm going to get that that suit with the ascot, and I'll be walking around. <laughs> crypto got me here, bitch, bitch. I um, I could have bought crypto at six. I mean, I could have bought Litecoin at six. I didn't, so I bought it at eighteen or nineteen. Still did all right, and then I bought some at twenty nine. Did okay, but um, I should have at six. I should have dumped everything I had into it, and I'd be retired right now. This whole space, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. It's, it's. I do know this much that I just have to put the money there and not worry about it, not look at right. it, not think about Ten it. Ten years. Ten yeah. years. 
Because otherwise, it there, wait ten years. Otherwise, you, you, like you, yo, you, your emotional roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I fuck with Robin Hood, but they they sell. You can buy crypto on Robin Hood, but um, I've been yeah. A lot of people Robin. are discouraging that, so they're pushing people yeah. to Coinbase to Binance yeah. US. Um, um, yeah. Because if, yeah, if you think I'm, about I'm, it, if if you if you put money into an investment and it doubled in four years. That is an amazing return. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's an but if it drops return. 50% the following week, well, yeah, that's but hard I, 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 Yeah, if you bought it 60, you're, you're fucked. <laughs> 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 if you bought it 60, you're fucked from yes, right sir. now. But if you hold it for 10 years, right, yes, right. Sir. you'll yes, eventually sir. recover. Yes, sir. You'll eventually recover. Yeah, I mean, like I, I slowly, I slowly put a little bit more here and there. So I, I bought a little bit more at the price that it's at now. So that's not doing so good, but you know. But over time, you it'll bounce back. You recoup. Yeah. You recoup. You recoup. All right, who's who here is an aggressive investor? I'm an aggressive investor. Like I'm like I wanna I wanna double down, triple down, quadruple down. Like I'm I'm. I'm there. I'm not very safe. Are you guys safe investors or are you aggressive investors? I'm not a gambler. Okay. Yeah, um, I, well, I gamble on like Robin Hood. Like I'll yeah. see a silly stock and I'll be like, all right, let me just throw a hundred, couple hundred here. On my uh, regular? Nah. <laughs> I am strictly the old man, old white man uh, investment. Yeah. The my, blue my, chip stocks. Blue chips. Yeah, my, uh, I'll take tech blue stocks. Chips. Yeah. yeah. My uh, retirement investments are pretty. Uh, I guess at a they're not they're not aggressive because when I started it, I started at the beginning of my career there, so it's always been kind of moderate, not aggressive. I I should dial it up a little bit probably for the next eight years, but where it is right now, I really don't want to fuck with it. The market's been pretty good, you know. I took a hit a couple times, but like what L was saying, I'm I'm on Robinhood right now. I'm in one stock right now. Is Robinhood uh, paying you a check? This is like the fifth time you said that. Nah, I'm just... Bro, my affiliate code is... Nah, listen. Don't, uh, don't be getting checks on the side, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're no, doing fucking... You're doing do walkthroughs and shit. Oh, I need 25% yeah, yeah, yeah. of your Robinhood account right now. Like. <laughs> nah, I'm just... <laughs> you're doing that's and walkthroughs and not, not breaking Hit me up off. at Robinhood backslash Vin. Well, I, I already sent out the text message one of you motherfuckers enjoying so I can give me some free stock and I would have traded <laughs> that by what I have now. Now, I, oh, I started yeah. out... I Like, I, again, I'm I'm a novice to this. You know what I mean? And, and I look at the future and I'm thinking the future is legalization of marijuana and there's a lot of companies that are based in Canada who have a lot of um, tentacles in the United States. And one of them is that I'm investing with right now. And they've got, uh, they've got a stream, they've streamlined their business based on what I've read. And it's, you know, again, I have to wait and I bought it low and it's going up and down. It's the highest it's been in 67. I got it. It's at 17. Now I bought it at like 18, 19. So it's going up and down, but what's going to happen is, when they legalize it in America, which they will, this particular company is going to have a lot of uh, pipe. They're going to be attached to the pipeline that's going to be bringing a lot of the weed in because Canada is legal. So hopefully, Did I misunderstand you. Were you holding it when it was at sixty seven, or you're just saying no, 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 no. The highest okay. it's been in in, in the last, last fifty two weeks, weeks. is sixty seven. Okay. So it's on the when I bought it, it's on the lower end. It so Got if it, it eventually goes up, 
if it could go at to 50 or 60, it doesn't have to go that high. If it doubles, I'm I'm good. I just got to wait. What caused you know? the, the drop? Uh, I, I don't know because it's been hovering between 17 and 20. It's kind of going up and down, up and down. It's just one, you know, it's I, th- those I stocks they, are kind of volatile. They hired Rob Ford as the CEO and it dropped down to 17. <laughs> who's, Rob, who's Rob Ford? I'm sorry. He, he's the, uh, the Toronto uh, mayor that got caught smoking uh, crack. <laughs> <laughs> and defended it. And defended it. Just smoke a little crack, eh? <laughs> What's a little it's crack? A, it's a little crack. It's a little I crack mean, between friends. Marion Barry crack. did, so why can't I do it, man? You just smoke a little First crack. Time, I'm telling you, y'all gonna stop slandering Marion Barry. Marion Barry was not a crackhead. He was he set got up. Caught up. He got caught up. Time. He got set up. He got caught up with some pussy, and the pussy made him smoke crack. Exactly. Let me exactly. tell you what happened. Pussy. At, the pussy is the cause of more crack, <laughs> crack <laughs> smoke than anything else in the world. Well, okay, all right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Either you're not getting it, either Hot. it's too good and you can't handle it, and she doesn't convince you to try it. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. So uh, this is this is this is how I'm gonna know that he might have gotten tricked to smoking crack. The woman he was with, was she a younger woman? Of course. For sure. She must have been Absolutely. Really hot. So she was a younger hot woman because Marion Barry was old at the time. And he said, if I got to smoke this crack to get in your crack, (laughs) where's the light at? (laughs) Marion Barry was smoking crack before he met her. But the line that will tell you that this was a setup because she says, you know, like we always do. And he says, what are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> you should have known at that point. Leon, Leon has the transcripts. If anybody wants to know, Leon has read the transcripts. I've, I've, I, matter of fact, this falls into your theory of how black men are treated in the news. Yes. And he was one who was doing some really big things in D.C. And he, he I, I think that was a case of, now nah, we got to bring So do you think down. the same thing happened to Brother Al Sharpton as well? Al Sharpton is a, a FBI agent. What are you talking about? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Allegedly. Whoa. No, but no, you remember he got arrested. He, he, he got arrested for drug use and they had it on camera. You don't remember that? Well, no, they got to get crack. you in a smash somehow. Didn't they have him on? on, on they had him on camera ah, doing something. No, Sharpton. That went away. That went away. I don't know if it was Sharpton on drugs. No, Sharpton wasn't on drugs. No, they had him doing something illegal. He was doing something illegal. No, it was a drug deal. It was or he was involved in a drug deal. Yes, I'm not saying the brother... It, he, no, it wasn't no, no. his deal he, or anything like that. He was the he was the informant who was put in a space to record yes. the conversation. Oh yeah, he was I, informing I'm, on on the mob, wasn't right? He? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Al Sharpton. That's a little different. Movement. That's a little different. Shout out to Al Sharpton for being a snitch. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> that's what he was. That's a that's a little different than getting caught smoking crack. Allegedly, is allegedly hooker in the Allegedly, he's in a listen. No, he's no, he's not alleged. Yeah, he's in a farmer. That means I'm a snitch. I'm not, I'm not speaking on. I'm not speaking <laughs> on my brother Al. The same thing. Listen, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not speaking on our frontline warriors like that. Listen, I ain't doing that. brother, well, look, brother Al if, Bobblehead if he, Sharpton. I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on Al Sharpton like that. If he was informing on the mob, <laughs> won't he do it? Whatever. But Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton was in a very important, Rook. very important voice in getting a lot of our issues on the forefront. Absolutely. Of, Absolutely. Of the media. Absolutely. Now, he's a blowhard. He's a bag of wind. 
and he needs but to stop doing you stuff. Need that, what? You need that. You what? They saw what? Gotta stop. They, they saw gotta what? Stop doing stuff. Like, Al Sharpton likes to hear himself talk, but you need that. You need someone to be that vocal and that boisterous to capture the media's attention. Al, and, Al that's what he, and that's been, what he did perfectly. Al Sharpton has been our lifeline for a long time, and you need to go uh, way back. Uh, you're going to live too go. far on that one. All right. But yeah. I've always, I've always said that Sharpton has been the lightning rod and has brought the attention, just like Alec was saying, the attention lifeline. to stories. Lifeline is a bit much. All of these things would have been buried without him. So whatever you want to say about but, him, but what happened he on was, the other side of it? Al Sharpton was Black Lives Matter when Black Lives Matter wasn't cool. And you guys need to really give him his stripes for that. But, like he was but, out there, he was out but, there defending Tawana Brawley when he didn't have when apparently he didn't have. That's all not the, the right example. That's not the no, right but I want, but that's I want to be clear. Example. Maybe it's the, wrong, the wrong example. example. Maybe it's the wrong example, yeah. but he was out there. And you gotta yeah, give him his that's stripes. The, that's that's the wrong no. example. No, because yeah. he he was given so, bad information. He was, was giving bad information. He was giving bad from he her, <laughs> but that was, but that was him not. I understand that. that but I, I think but I'm saying it it's a bad true? example because that was him not doing a good job. All right, he was well, out there. He was out there in right. Bensonhurst. So if you if you want to if you want to talk about him doing a good job, you got to talk about he's been uh, doing a great job. Yusef Hawkins, not Yusef Hawkins, Brawley. Fine, Yusef Hawkins. Start there. Start there. But what I'm saying is the fact that he's been talking about something. When did that Chub Rock song come out? When did that Chub Rock song come out? He's been doing this 20, 30 years. Al Sharpton's been out there like nah, taking bullets for us. More than that. More than that. For, 40 years. So he, so, child, so he was a child prodigy. He was a child prodigy. You know prodigy. what I'm saying? And the fact didn't that he, he got... dance with James Brown? He legitimately got no, his hairstyle. No, but he got his hairstyle from James Brown. And he said that publicly. I've watched him say that. So the fact that he's been out here taking these taking these bullets with these with these, with these these idols, I, you know, I don't take nothing away from Al Sharpton, man. 100%. Shout out to Al. All right, everybody. What did we learn today? Did we should we invest in crypto or not? I don't know. What we learned. I feel like I feel like this episode is called Crypto and Al Sharpton. <laughs> I think this is called Crypto Snooze. So listen, we had a great time here talking to Josh Taylor about cryptocurrency. Make sure you invest wisely. Uh, this is Decoding Forty. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. New episode every Friday, and catch us on the live at eleven p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch every Monday night. And uh, what else can you do? Give us a call there, 608-618-4040. Leave us a message. You might have ended up on the show. It's just a voicemail. You're not going to talk to us, all right? Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.